You're listening to episode 55 of the Thriving Mom podcast. If you struggle with celebrating yourself, then this episode is for you. Because today we're talking about how you can celebrate yourself if you find it challenging to do so. I'm hoping that you'll find something valuable today because celebrating yourself will help you thrive in motherhood and in life. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, Mama? Let's journey together. Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast episode. (laughs) Today is an exciting day for me because this episode marks our one-year anniversary, and I am over the moon. (laughs) I know it might not sound like it, but I must say that I've been thinking about this episode for weeks now. I was thinking of what I wanted to talk about and everything just, I just kept scratching them off because they weren't really hitting the spot for me. Then last week, I scrapped the podcast episode that I had ready to go and I felt that I needed to take a moment to celebrate myself and this podcast and you, my OG listeners. For some people, it might not mean anything, but for me, this is huge. And here's why. I'm someone who tends to lean towards the doing of things, if you know what I mean. I'm constantly looking for the next thing to keep myself busy. And most times I fail to take a moment and celebrate myself and what I have accomplished. So yes, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing how I have been celebrating myself three ways to be exact, and hoping that this will inspire you too, because I've seen how this has changed my life over the past year, and I can't wait to dive in. But first, I'm going to say, if you struggle with celebrating yourself, I want you to know that you're not alone. Most people, especially those of us socialized as women, find it difficult to celebrate ourselves. And this, I believe, is just part of human nature We're naturally wired to stay safe and anything that ignites, you know, too much emotions within us could be viewed as unsafe by our brains. So our brain does its job by trying to keep us safe and then we try to move on quickly because we're afraid that if we celebrate, then something wrong is going to happen. The good news is you can train yourself to get comfortable with celebrating your wins no matter how small. So here are some ways I've learned to celebrate myself over the past year. As always on this podcast, take what works for you and leave whatever doesn't. All right. The number one way I've learned to celebrate myself is that I've learned to walk in celebrating who I am right now in this moment, not yesterday, not tomorrow, the woman I am in this moment. And this, I will tell you, has been one of the most challenging things I've had to do (laughs) as I continue to grow my self-concept and self-image. 
I had to get comfortable with the parts of me that I'm not so proud of. So for me, some of the tendencies that come up that I'm not comfortable with or before I used to feel embarrassed about or ashamed about were perfectionism, people pleasing, being impatient, and sometimes just emotionally protective of myself. I think at some point in my life, I felt like I was wrong for being me and having those behaviors. So I put a shell around myself to protect myself from getting hurt. But as I have received coaching and coached myself, I realized, you know what? This is a way that my brain tried to protect me. This is some form of safety mechanism. And it's okay. I can unlearn them. I can learn to be safe in just being who I am without needing all these things to protect myself. So I learned to show up and celebrate myself. I just show up. I'm in a good place now. And that's why I'm able to share this with you. So part of healing that work <laughs> has happened with this podcast. I think back to how scared I was last year to have a podcast. I mean, I worried about my voice, what topics I would share, my accent, who would even want to be a guest on my podcast. <laughs> And who would want to invite me on their podcast? All the things, all the excuses, I had them. Even though I felt very excited about, you know, being able to share my story and help and support other moms, my inner critic was very loud. So I really learned to celebrate each milestone, every guest, every story of women's lives that have changed just from listening to this podcast, which is why I love hearing from the women, sharing on social media, sending me an email, sending me text messages. These things I save because I use them to remind myself that yes, this work matters. And that's how I get to celebrate. I remember vividly one lady who sent me a text message. I think this was late last fall. And she was really afraid to place her twin boys in a daycare. So after binge listening to a bunch of my podcast uh, episodes for weeks, she finally summed up the courage to have a conversation with her husband. And then they both decided that placing the boys in the daycare would be the best option. She was so happy that she didn't have to sacrifice her career for the kids. And the kids actually enjoyed being away from her. Most of all, she and her husband were happy about the decision that they made. And that just made my heart so full because this story is my story. I was once that mom who thought I had to give up everything for my kids, even though I knew that that's not what I wanted. I felt that I needed to do it because that was the story I told myself about what it means to be a good mom. And now I'm not saying that being a working mom is better than being a stay-at-home mom or vice versa. All I'm saying is that sometimes we moms feel like we're pushed into a corner and we really don't have choices. So we just take whatever gets handed to us. And this was a great opportunity where she took it upon herself to critically assess her situation and make her decision with her partner from an empowered place. You can learn to celebrate yourself too. Accept who you are in this moment, embrace yourself and be your loudest cheerleader. And when you're not sure what to do, just say, I'm proud of myself. I say this so much now that even my kids <laughs> have started doing it too. I just notice how they try new things and then they come and explain to me what they did and how they overcame whatever they were trying to do. And then they just add, I'm proud of myself. 
And I'm like, you go, girl. <laughs> I don't have to hide them. They just say it. They own it. And I've seen how they're more excited to try new things because every time they acknowledge how much work they've done, it's very encouraging to them. Another thing I learned recently is just high-fiving myself. I've been reading Mel Robbins' book called The High Five Habit. And in the book, she just talks about giving yourself a high five. She recommends doing it in the morning. I do it in the morning and I do it anytime I'm around a mirror because why not? I get to give myself a boost and I actually enjoy doing it. It's silly at the beginning and it's fun. It's like, yeah, whatever. Life is good. So learn to walk in celebrating who you are in this moment. Number two, I've learned to track my success. I do this in my personal life and I also do it for my business. And it's been so helpful, especially in the moments when I feel like nothing is working. I talked last week about what happens when we think that nothing is working and how our thoughts can impact how we show up and live our lives. That's an awesome episode if you're someone who struggles with that kind of thinking. I encourage you to check it out. I'll also include a link in the show notes. But one thing I've done this past year is just trying to journal every day. So I'm typically up early in the morning. Do I, I do have time to do that. And when I'm unable, I just make a quick note in my calendar of any breakthroughs that I have at the end of the day. I track my wins and this has really helped me notice even the little things like the change in my belief and self-concept, which are kind of intangible. But they're what have helped me to continue showing up in my personal life and in my business. I know it might sound silly to track things we consider little, but the thing is this, our brains love to see us achieve goals. So every time you celebrate anything, no matter how small, you're telling your brain exactly what it is you're celebrating and you're encouraging it to help you create more of that result. So friends, if you haven't been tracking your success, track it, get a piece of paper, write it out. There's something that just feels really good and organic when you put pen to paper and let whatever comes from your mind flow onto that paper. Write it down. Be very specific. It'll serve you well. The third thing that I've done and how I've celebrated myself is just to stop deflecting compliments. I know so many of us do this because, again, this is how we've been socialized as people who present as women. We get uncomfortable with people giving us compliments. So we try to minimize it or we explain it away. So, for example, someone might compliment you on a shirt you're wearing or your shoes and you say something like, oh, this thing, I just bought it for like eight bucks at the store. And you say it in a way that makes you sound very, you know, like you're trying to sound humble and meek. And it's almost like that person should take their compliment back. Again, this is not your fault. It is something that we're conditioned to do as women. So if you're doing this, I want you to notice it and stop it. It's that simple. When you deflect a compliment... What you're telling yourself is that you're not worthy of that compliment and you don't deserve it. And we both know that this is not true. So just decide that you'll be the woman who says thank you when someone offers you a compliment. That's what I decided to do. So every time someone offers me a compliment, I just say thank you and I move on. Now at the beginning, I would say thank you and then I'd start explaining. <laughs> Right? Because this is a habit that a lot of us have. 
and old habits kind of die hard sometimes. So I just noticed whenever I was explaining, and I told myself, you know what? I don't need to explain. So now I just say thank you. And when I catch myself deflecting, I'll notice it and practice for next time. So I want to encourage you, when you go out today, when someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you and smile. Again, because our thoughts are directing our actions, I want you to be thinking, I accept this thank you. Take it and own it. You deserve it. So get comfortable with accepting compliments. Now you might be wondering, well, we may, I want to learn how to celebrate myself, but that seems like bragging and selfish. I want you to really explore that reason and find out how that reason is serving you. When you think celebrating myself feels like bragging and selfish, how do you act when you think that way? What are the feelings that come up for you? And what are the actions that you take? My guess is most of the time the actions that you take are not serving you. So why not choose celebration? Celebration will help you enjoy your life a little bit more. It'll boost your confidence. It'll help you stay mindful and always have something to be grateful for. Because let's face it, things feel really challenging in the world right now. And we all could do with some encouragement. So why not do that for yourself? You've got nothing to lose, my friend. So to get started, here are five questions you can ask yourself just to get that celebration juice flowing. Number one, what feels incredible right now in my life? Doesn't have to be this huge thing. Just really think deeply. When you see something or whatever is happening around you, what's the thing that gives you that feeling of, yes, this is worth celebrating? Number two, what have I done that's worth celebrating today? Mere just waking up, putting on some clean clothes, that's worth celebrating. If you have a tendency of yelling at your kids and then one day you yell just a little less, that is worth celebrating. Don't ever minimize these little wins. The next question, you can ask yourself, how am I growing? Really pay attention. Again, this ties back to things like if you're working on your relationships, how are you showing up differently than yesterday? What's changed about that? That's something worth celebrating. Another question you can ask yourself is, what can I celebrate about me today? That's another question you can ask. Another question, what am I grateful for? That's one of my favorite questions. Now in the beginning, you might find this challenging, but as with every new habit, your brain just needs time to adjust. So keep going. The more you ask, the more your brain will recognize that this is important. And it's going to start looking for evidence of ways that you are worth celebrating yourself, which is why these questions are very helpful at the beginning, just to get you into that space of noticing and bringing those things into your awareness. So I want to say you've beaten yourself up long enough. Let's try celebrating you and see what happens. And if you're wanting to learn how to create wins in your life and have your back no matter what, I'd love to invite you to sign up for my coaching program, Thrive. In 90 days, we assess where you are, we set goals that you want to achieve, and then I help you walk through those goals. I help you get from where you are right now to achieving those goals. You go from surviving and stressing out about your life to thriving and feeling empowered, and you even create the life that you want. You'll learn to manage your emotions better. You learn to ask for what you want. So important. 
and then you develop self-trust and know how to coach yourself, which will really help you to show up and be your best all day, every day. You can find all the details at oliveandbliss.ca slash nutrition hyphen coaching. I'll also include a link in the show notes. So yes, my friends, this has been one awesome year of the Thriving Mom podcast. I'm so grateful to have you all here. I honor you. I celebrate you. Thank you for being here. Your support means so much to me. I love and celebrate you. And I'm so excited for next year because it's even going to be better. I have so many awesome podcast episodes lined up and I can't wait to share them with you. So I hope you have a beautiful week, my friends. Remember to celebrate yourself. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash food freedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.